Welcome to Awaken the Wisdom podcast. Here you will learn the sacred teachings and conscious practices to rewire your subconscious mind, transmute energy, and create your new reality by design. As a Theta Healing practitioner and spiritual coach, I'll guide you through all the secrets of the subconscious mind to move from surviving to thriving, alchemize your life, and awaken the wisdom within. Check out the link below to find out all the ways you can work with me to connect with and live through your highest self, release years of self-limiting beliefs, and attract the abundance, love, and freedom that you deserve. It is my hope that you will use this channeled wisdom to self-heal, manifest on demand, and become the creator of your reality. It's time to awaken the wisdom within. Let's get started. today on Awaken the Wisdom podcast, I have Jordan back again to now discuss a little bit more about himself and we're going to dive into society, probably a little bit of corruption as well as the power of creation. So Jordan, you've done this before. Mm -hmm. How would you describe your energy identity? Today? Today. God mode. Oh my god. <laughs> the unstoppable force. More of the general day-to-day default energy. Day- day-to-day. Well, it's the same as it always is. Calming, loving, but so much more. I mean, I'm always enthusiastic, always super high vibrational, very positive. Yeah, I don't know. You just gotta, you just come, hang, come hang around for the day, you know? I'll show you what energy identity I have. Exactly. Okay, Jordan, so now what do you do on this physical plane? What is your purpose here? My purpose here? It's whatever I want it to be. Okay, let's change that. What do you do then to fulfill that purpose? Well, for now, I'm very drawn to creating music. That is, oh my gosh, I can't even explain to you how much I love creating music and writing. It's, yeah, that's definitely the purpose for now. Yeah, and as someone who's been around you, you're always creating. Always new songs. It's frustrating (laughs) on my part to say, I'm so excited to hear the completion of one of your songs. And then, guess what, Emily? I made a new song. Yeah, that happens. (laughs) So... I guess we can get right into a little bit about why you started this. Why is your music so different than... Can we actually go a bit farther back? Because you introduced me as Jordan, right? So. Oh, yeah. He wants to be called... Well... They are. Okay. So let, let's break that down firstly, okay? So when you're born, you're given a name. You don't choose your own name. It's given to you. And what's the purpose of your own name? So that you can be submitted into a system of control. So my system of control name is I just want to say, anyone who's listening, just be prepared. This episode may trigger you, but 
Be in that discomfort. Allow yourself to be aware of everything that is being said. Take it with an open mind and see where it leads you to finding more about your truth and awakening that wisdom within. And and please, if you have any questions, write them down and ask them. And mm -hmm. hopefully I can come back and perhaps answer them for you and discuss yeah, it with We'll family. see. <laughs> we'll play your cards right, I'll let you back. Okay, so... <laughs> so now... So now, you see, I, I create acoustic singing pieces as well as hip-hop. So I cannot understate the importance of, of hip-hop as a culture and as a living aspect of, of humanity. I mean, it is the most dominant cultural evolving movement that is in the world is hip-hop. There's no way you could tell me that there's something different that's more powerful than hip-hop. Did you complete your discussion about your name? I'm getting to that. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure because I lost there. Well, I'm, get, I'm getting to that because by discovering hip-hop, you got to understand that in its, in its origins, it was an extremely conscious movement that was developed. And, you know, okay, go back throughout, go back to the very beginning of, of hip-hop. Yes, it was more developed for, for feel-good parties in the struggles of, of, uh, of New York, you know. But out of that rose, you know, because they were talking about their, their struggles, it was just naturally very conscious because they were trying to work through the problems and trying to solve these problems in their neighborhoods, right? And so naturally, it was just a very conscious movement. And this conscious movement gave birth to people such as KRS-One. Knowledge reigns supreme over nearly everybody. And if you've never looked into his works and you're a hip-hop fan, he's incredible. Especially if you have that ability to think deeply about what is being said, you will discover so much. And the reason I bring him up and the origins... Well, it's not really the origins of hip-hop. It's just a very brief touch of it <clears throat> i actually had stumbled across one of his lectures he's also known as the teacher i had stumbled across one of his lectures talking about why in hip-hop people make their own names because you there's no there's well a lot of hip-hop artists nowadays are using their own given names but a lot of them change their names from what it was into something new for themselves and that's actually because they're trying to reclaim the power of their own life in a sense because when you create a name and you'll notice this on all of your documentation your legal documentation your birth certificate everything your name is in all capitals and that's because when you're born you're actually you're actually that name is the creation of its own corporation and you are in that sense a, a living business rather than a living human being yeah anyways there's a lot to to unpack about that and i'm not going to pretend i know everything about it but i know enough to know that there's some weird stuff going on <laughs> to say the least and anyhow so the reason for changing the name and firstly i'd actually come up with the name actually one of my friends had come up with the name lundy xl because my last name is lundrigan and that was my name just throughout all of life is one of my nicknames was Lundy and XL because I'm a fairly large human being <laughs> not to say I'm obese or anything like that I'm just a big person and so that's where that came from but 
you know, being me, I needed something with more depth to it. And so I'd actually assigned myself the name Lundy XL, the avatar. And so this was to create, well, to, to, yeah. And this was back when I wasn't as knowledgeable of myself. So I was creating a new identity for myself, trying to remove the old identity of myself, which is really one and the same thing. I wasn't really doing anything different, but it was a step in the journey to awakening more. And so <clears throat> I, I don't even know if I want to get into how deeply, um, how deep I went with choosing the name of the avatar because yeah. If you haven't seen the show, watch the show. Yeah. And, and we're not talking about the movies. It is the, the Nickelodeon cartoon, mm -hmm. the avatar. It's incredible. Absolutely incredible. Yeah. You introduced it to me and I've watched it already two times through. And <laughs> yeah. every time I watch it, my family's, I can see them saying, Emily, this is a cartoon. What are you doing? And in my mm -hmm. mind, I'm like, this is so spiritual. I can't believe I never knew about this. Seriously. It, <laughs> I love it. I've never shown somebody the avatar without them falling in love with it. There's so much wisdom in that show. It's, it's, yeah, it's, un yeah, it's incomparable really to anything else I've seen in terms of a, a kid show, nonetheless, but, but yeah, uh, uh, I might as well get into it. I'm going to I'm gonna go nuts if I don't. So why why the Avatar? So the first name, Lundy XL, was the first half. That was just given to me by a friend. But the Avatar, why did I do that? So at the, at the core of hip-hop, there are four main elements, which is DJing, MCing, graffiti art, and breakdancing or breaking. And... As you all know, if you've seen the show The Avatar, he is a, he is a kid who was supposed to take on the world essentially to save it. And the power of the Avatar is to be able to wield these four different elements of air, fire, earth, and water: emceeing, DJing, breaking, and graffiti art. And it's, so it goes much deeper than that as well. I mean, the storyline basically follows the journey that I'm on. I had felt like I was stuck for so long in my life, where as the avatar at the very beginning is stuck in this huge block of ice that he freezes himself in because he's afraid of fulfilling his own destiny. And I've been paralyzed by fear before in my life and to such a great degree that I doubted everything I ever did. Anyways, you know, people know how that is. And so the parallels in the show are just are just uncanny but the four elements along with the storyline itself being so relatable to my life as well the avatar itself avatar if you define it means uh, either the incarnation of a deity in a human body or it means <clears throat> you being the vessel for something the vessel for a consciousness right and so uh, with that being true I you know, I also assign the spiritual meaning to the avatar, of course, as well. One thing you have to understand is that the avatar is also the bridge between the spirit world and the human world. And that is also something that I'm trying to do with my music. So there's not only that, but there's another thing that, that really hit me hard. So in order for the avatar to fully fulfill his potential and to master this thing that they call the avatar state in the show, which is the ability to unlock all of his past lives 
all of his ancestral history and all of their knowledge to bring forth in this avatar state to manipulate the elements that he needs to use to save the world. And that's just so true with all of us. I mean, if people don't know, they've done experimentations with rats, for example, where they'll take a rat and expose it to a cherry blossom tree and they'll then shock it so that every time it sees a cherry blossom tree, they would shock it. And six generations of rats later, they would show it to that, they would show them a cherry blossom tree and they'd be afraid of the tree. They wouldn't go near it. And it's because they have that ancestral association with the shocking of the cherry blossom tree. Well, yeah, we hold seven generations of beliefs within us. Exactly. And so that was another aspect of taking on the name. And, oh yeah, where I was going with it. And I know I'm going to forget a lot of the stuff because I, I actually sat down and focused for about four or five hours just focusing on the name and all the things that it meant to me when I first took it. Uh, but the, yeah, the main thing was that my greatest teacher growing up was... In fact, the guru of Gangstar. And if you've never heard of Gangstar and you're into hip-hop, oh my gosh, they're the most incredible duo I've ever come across. Definitely my favorite. It was a combination of the guru as the MC and DJ Premier, who you must know if you're into hip-hop at all. <clears throat> and in the show, so in order to unlock the avatar state, the avatar needs to align all of his chakras. And... My favorite episode. Right? Awesome episode. <laughs> and so when he's going to do that, he actually comes across this guru called Guru Pitka. And this guru sits with him and teaches him how to unblock all of his chakras. And that was the guru's mission, essentially, as the leader of the Gangstar Foundation was to awaken people to know themselves. And I just thought this is too mind-blowing to know that all of this stuff is also relatable with the Avatar series. But then, in order for him to fully actualize his potential, he meets a guru. And that's what happened to me in my life. Is this, I'm, I kid you not, as soon as I heard Gangstar, the first song I heard was Above the Clouds, I was done. That was my favorite hip-hop artist, instantly. And it's never changed. I've never heard anybody better, in my opinion. So, yeah, there was not only that, there was, there was so much more. And anyways, I also structured many of my song releases like that. Blah, 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 blah. And what did I even ask you? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I kind of... I didn't even answer your question, I don't think. You addressed me as Jordan instead of the Oracle. And so I was kind of making a conscious rant about why... I, yeah. And so the Oracle was the evolution of the name Lundy XL the Avatar because I realized that it was just my beginning phase and the Oracle's significance, I don't even want to get into the name because I've already gone on too long about just names. 13 minutes and 54 seconds to be exact. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, people. Anyhow. Yeah, so the, the evolution has been the Oracle and I'll just define that for you. An oracle is a middle ground between divine, uh, how would I say that? Divine influence and humanity. So it's essentially still the position of the avatar, but in a much different way. Whereas, okay, now I'm going to get into breaking down my structures quickly. So the way that I write every single one of my songs <clears throat> is I write out 
obviously one word at a time, but you've got to understand that every single word that is included in any one of my lines is chosen specifically. It's not, I don't care if it messes up a rhyme scheme. I don't care about any of that. Because firstly, I'd rather my stuff be as unstructured as possible. So you can never predict what's going to happen next. Because that in itself keeps you in a place of discomfort, even if you can't feel it consciously, which is making you more conscious every second that you listen to the song. But so every word is chosen specifically. It's dis it's defined and each definition of the word, because every single word in the world has several definitions to it. Maybe not. There are some that don't, but depends on what dictionary you're reading. Anyways. So every definition is assigned a meaning to the word, and thusly, when the sentence is fully created, there's several meanings to just the one sentence, and it's written out as its own complete thought, that when thought through thoroughly, philosophically, you will come to a new understanding of not only yourself, but of just life in general, which is yourself, anyways. So, essentially, yeah, every single line is written to awaken you to yourself, and... Of course, I speak very consciously about the things that are going on in the world, which I can't wait to open up more with you. Uh, so yeah, each line is written as its own independent thought. And so then you've got to understand as well that when I'm writing a song, the entire verse, for example, is a compilement of single lines that are single thoughts. And they flow together because I've written them so cleverly but they're actually their own things. And uh, what was the question you asked me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I feel like I should just leave you with the mic and you can just tell everybody. Oh, I could, I could honestly <laughs> speak for hours, days about the, the writing. Some of the things that came to me and I would love for you to dive more into it is, or even for both of us to dive more into it, mm -hmm. is just about the power of language and how Ooh, nice and how because your music is so conscious it i is, absolutely yeah. love it because every time i listen to it i you hit all the points that a lot of people don't want to talk about a lot of people are mm -hmm. trying to keep that in the shadows or stay ignorant to it because yeah. it is so uncomfortable yeah and the way that you structure things and the language that you use, it helps to keep us awakening to becoming more enlightened. And so I want to dive into a little bit more of that, of the power of language. So sure. share us your wisdom on the power of language. Okay. Well, <clears throat> I was going to reserve this for when I get interviewed on Sway in the morning, but... Am I, are we not privy to this information? No, you are. Oh, sweet. Yeah. But uh, I feel that this is extremely important for anybody that doubts the power of a word. If I was to say the N-word right now, think about that. If I actually was to say it, how would that make you feel? Especially as someone of color. How would that make you feel? You'd probably want to punch me right in the mouth. But why? It's only a word, isn't it? No, it's not just a word. Every single word that has ever been created has an association to it. And whether you know it or not, those associations have existed since the English language was created. 
like I was saying, we have this ancestral history within each one of us, and it's there. You, you can't dispute it. It's there. And with that comes all of your ancestors' understandings of the language of English as well. And that's, that's with any language, you know, don't get me wrong, it's any language. But we have these associations to the words, it's how we define our reality, don't you understand? But that's also not how reality is defined, don't you understand? <laughs> <laughs> so, the power of a word, of course, there's the association that it has, but as well, oh, and I, lo I, oh, I love making music so much, I love it. So, you have to also understand as well that the word is a frequency. How, how this is being transmuted right now is I'm creating an energy within me. It is then being turned into a vocal output, absorbed into the microphone as an electrical signal and transferred through copper wire into the laptop to be recorded. You got to understand that we're creating electricity, essentially. We're creating energy every time that we speak. And so depending on where I'm coming from with my energy, you've probably heard the phrase, it's not what you said, it's how you said it. I was going to bring that up because a couple of times I said that to you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not what you said, it's how you said it. In, the, in a joking way. You... No, it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 okay. So anyways, get back to it. To get back to it. <clears throat> it's not what you said, it's how you said it. Because depending on how you say something, it has a different meaning. And not only that, the carrier of the vocals. So for me, example, how do you feel as I speak? Really think about that. Become very conscious of when I'm speaking, how is it making you feel? <clears throat> because then you will also recognize when you listen to other artists, you can detect the pain that they're going through. You don't just hear the lyrics anymore. You, you hear them. And that, that's really the point of creating anything is, is to be heard, to express that, that deepest aspect of yourself that needs to be brought to the surface. And well, obviously there's other reasons, don't get me wrong, but so the power, the power, sorry, do you want to say something? Keep going. The power of language is, is not just that we have associations with words. It's that we are creating energy and the energy of the person that's delivering them is just as impactful as the energy that's created as they're saying the word. So for example, I'm coming from a place that is much more balanced than say most of the artists in the mainstream media at the moment. People that are talking about drugs, guns, violence, Love degrading women. Magic. No, I'm, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about people who are destroying the youth. And I don't understand- We're really calling them out, aren't we? Of course. These people, I don't want to say they need to be destroyed, but their music needs to be stopped. It's a plague amongst humanity and it's actually destroying the minds of our youth. You think that it's right for a 12 year old girl to be on Instagram shaking her ass for, for views? You gotta be kidding me, your morals are flipped. You're completely flipped, it's wrong. That girl does not respect herself one bit and if you wanna talk about that, I'll break that down for you in a hundred different ways why that's wrong. But anyways, these artists, they perpetuate this message of destruction and it's unbelievable to witness that all of the world, hundreds of millions of people are listening to these people speak garbage into their minds and into their souls and they don't even understand it. So check this out too. In one of my songs, <laughs> Honorable Conquest, which I actually haven't even released yet, so you're getting some, some classified information here today, folks. Okay? 
I go on to talk about very briefly, see, because I always write in a very poetic way where I don't exactly tell you what it is that I'm saying. I don't give you exactly what I'm trying to say because the point of it is also to make you think for yourself. You gotta think for yourself or you're a slave. You have to think for yourself. So, anyways, I go on to talk about how you absorb, as you're listening to this right now, the frequencies of the people that are speaking to you. I can't even stress how important it is to be aware of who you're listening to and what they're saying. What type of life do they have outside of their podcast? What type of life do they have outside of their music? What are they up to? You need to know these things before you just start putting all of their energy into your body and into your soul. It's so important. Well, we speak about how we are always... (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? Breathe. (laughs) We... We know that we are always sharing energy and we're merging and combining and mixing all of our energies together, even when we're getting a into... A small percentage of people know that. My listeners know it. If you didn't know, now you know. Okay. That we are combining all of our energies all the time. Whatever we are consuming and interacting with, we are absorbing that. And especially if we're not consciously aware of it, mm-hmm. it's then dipping into our psyche and into our self-limiting beliefs or whatever it may be and i remember when i listened to one of your older songs Mm -hmm. when you first released it and we talked about this too yes we did how you weren't in the most aligned place and you could hear it you could feel the pain and anger as you were singing and how different it is to the place that you are rapping sorry Just to define it as well, for apparently not, not many people know this, but rap is rhythm and poetry. Yeah, I didn't know that until you told me, yeah, which let, I think is just beautiful. Just let people know. <laughs> so, rapping, how different it was to the place you are now and where you do your music and how much mm-hmm. more aligned you are and balanced and happy and empowered you are. Mm-hmm. But again, like you said, if we're not aware of what the other person is experiencing, then we are absorbing that. Yeah. And we talked about on our and last... Can I just interject? Of course. As you're listening to them and in their place of life, <clears throat> absorbing that energy also helps to rewrite your subconscious programming. And by rewriting your subconscious programming to their energy, you're also manipulating the fact of your reality and what you're attracting to yourself. So if you're constantly listening to depressing songs and depressing people singing depressing songs, you're inviting that into your life, I'm just saying. Just, just true. Well, it's interesting because <clears throat> as I've gone back and looked over my life, mm-hmm. there are times when when I'm feeling sad. Yeah, I am attracted to music that is of that same vibration. I listen to more of the country or the mm-hmm. uh, what are the other? What's the other genre? Oh my gosh, I can't remember what it's called. Just more of the the mellow, the acoustics, the. Mm-hmm. Words that bring about more emotion. And then when I'm in a happy, enlightened mood, I'm listening to high vibrational country or hip-hop or all these. We align ourselves with that which we consume Mm -hmm. and vice versa. Yeah. And And I just want to touch on this too, that I am not for a second saying that a beautiful, heartfelt song can't awaken something within you Mm -hmm. or influence you positively i'm not saying that whatsoever but you just need to know what you want for yourself is the most important thing and like you're saying 
I'm, I'm so happy that you made that connection there because exactly if you want to get up and dance and feel good you're not going to put on a sad slow song you're going to put on some upbeat funky something and you're going mm-hmm. to get moving to it mm-hmm. and how do you feel when you're doing that you feel unbelievable you feel light on your feet you feel like you're ready to take on the world when you're doing that mm-hmm. and when you want to take when you want to change your life you got to change your frequency mm-hmm. what is music it's frequency it's an it's an ex- it's basically external input to change how you're feeling on the inside in mm-hmm. a sense Anyways, yeah, it's just cool. I'm glad you you said that. Thank you. <laughs> and we, before this podcast, and I do it for all mine as well, is I will meditate, right? We took that moment and we centered our energy so that way when we were speaking about this, it is coming from that loving place. It's coming from that place of not our own pain and suffering coming through and being expressed in that way, but allowing other people to now be open to receiving this. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so important as well. And I do this and I teach this for all my clients as well is before you take any action, mm-hmm. make sure you align your energy. Mm-hmm. But how often do you, again, meditation isn't, it's slowly becoming more and more of a ritualistic and daily practice for a lot of people. Yeah. But still, how often do we take the time to align our energy before we speak, before we sing or rap mm-hmm. or create anything? We're creating from that place of, I need this, this, and this, or I'm feeling this way, I need to get it out, instead of, I just want to spread this love. Yeah. And open up people's minds and help awaken the conscious collective. Oh, while this is fresh, I just want to bring this up. So, does anybody know why we have breaks every two hours at work? Anybody ooh, know? Ooh, ooh, pick me, pick me. Why? I have no idea. <laughs> have okay. Well, you know, I'm, I'm not exactly sure who developed the, the, the work system that we have where we take a break every two hours, 15 minutes, and the lunch and whatever. But it's actually exactly aligned with when your energy levels will begin to deplete and you need to recharge yourself. Hmm. So I don't know if that was intentional by corporation or whoever developed our system. But you, you seriously, take that time. Every, every hour and a half to two hours, your energy levels will start to deplete a little bit. And in those moments, collect yourself, like you're saying, and, and bring yourself back to balance. Take even five minutes to meditate into a state of gratitude. Just think about things that you love. Do something to, to raise yourself back up. If you do that every two hours, oh my God, your life will change in a week. It'll be, it'll be totally different. Mm-hmm. It'll change in that two hours. I know we spoke about this on the last podcast episode we did together about affirmations. And it just reminded me that when we are listening to affirmations on YouTube, when we Mm -hmm. are, yeah, it's pretty much on YouTube or anywhere else you'd find it where it's someone else's voice. Again, do you know what frequency they are at? Because the words they are using and the frequency Mm -hmm. they are embodying, that is also what you are absorbing. Unconsciously aware of the fact that if they are saying this and they just had a fight with their spouse and they had to go record their affirmations for everyone to listen to, mm-hmm. well, now you're absorbing that anger or that disgust as you listen to these affirmations. Yeah. And why would you ever want somebody else thinking for you? Because that's what you're doing to yourself too when you're not listening to somebody or when you are listening to somebody in in the affirmation or affirmation sort of thing or whatever you're allowing somebody else to put thoughts into your subconscious mind. Why are you doing that? 
Mm-hmm. Why are you listening to somebody else do affirmations for you? It's it doesn't make any sense. You shouldn't do that. You just should, plainly shouldn't. And I wanted to kind of just touch on that, the fact that you said should and shouldn't, because one of the things in theta healing that we do is mm-hmm. a new life experiment, where there are certain things we do and do not say and do mm-hmm. to bring ourselves to a new life, a new vibrational frequency. Okay. And one of them is eliminating the words should and shouldn't because think about using that word should fair enough it's not beneficial no it's and but think about how powerful it is and how often we say should and shouldn't Mm -hmm. all the time these little words that we use some of the other ones are need and want and right and wrong good and bad Mm -hmm. these words that we don't realize how often we are using them and it is lowering our frequency to that of well i lack scarcity fear if i don't have something and i need it well that's saying that i'm not empowered enough to embody that free from that right there's so many such power in the words that we use and we're just so unconsciously aware of what we're even saying you know i I do remember you having brought this up to me before but i'm glad you reminded me of it because yeah i'm I'm gonna stop it I'm going to reapply that into, hey, you can't say that to me. (laughs) I'm going to reapply that into my conscious practice, actually, because I had completely forgotten about that. The new life experiment is so powerful. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to take that with me. And I'm going to add it into the bio for this as well. If anyone else wants to download their new life experiment to test that out. With that as well, I'm sure that you'll leave some sort of reference to my instagram page or to my to my music page or whatever maybe so for people that perhaps are not into hip-hop or my style of hip-hop you know the lyrics are written not only to be expressed vocally but to be read i write as if it's an essay Mm -hmm. they're extraordinarily well structured Mm -hmm. so that anybody can read them in a beautifully poetic expression Mm -hmm. yeah so even if you're not into hip-hop take a second to just read it and Mm -hmm. see how see how the words hit you so i have a question for you what is your goal with the creation of your hip-hop know thyself to teach people themselves which ultimate okay the ultimate goal of course and it's it's the same as every kid when they grow up they want to they want to save the world they want to change the world right because even as children we can recognize that there's something wrong we look at our parents, we look at all these adults out there and we think, why are you so upset all the time? You know, why aren't you playing with me? Why aren't you jumping on trees and trampolines and doing all this other kind mm-hmm. of stuff and enjoying your life? And, you know, I never let that kid go away. Why would you kill that kid inside of you? That's the driving force. Do you want, okay, for example, I was listening to this Greg Plitt motivational speech the other day and one thing he says to me and this will hit home for everybody that hears it and you'll realize how powerful it is to keep that kid alive inside of you if your eight-year-old self was to appear in front of you and ask or, or was to appear in front of you and judge you would they be proud of who you are right now are you proud of yourself and who you are right now would that kid be proud of you that's such a profound question to ask yourself honestly and you know when you do you'll realize oh my god i need to tighten a few things up (laughs) seriously Mm -hmm. and you know that's okay 
It's okay if you if you don't have it all figured out. I don't have it all figured out, but I'm doing the best that I can with what I do understand right now. And I do know that the purpose of creating all of this music is to change the world. Because all of this corruption, all of these systems that are designed to control us and to manipulate us into becoming servants of the global economy, they don't need to exist. Money doesn't need to exist. How is it that if we have a relationship with each other, I love you and I want to give you something, I'm not going to ask you for money to give you that. I'm giving it to you because of my my love for you and that I, I want know, I've you... I tried to give you money for things that you've given me. <laughs> Anyways, you get my point. If if we're all coming from a place of love, which comes, you know, and if we come from a place of love, there's no need to have that middleman. There's no need for anybody to suffer in the world. There isn't. And I, I'm not going to say that the external world controls how you feel because ultimately you are the master of your emotions. You control everything about your inner world. I can't, I can't come up to you and say you're ugly and make you feel ugly. I triggered something. You, you allowed yourself to feel ugly because of what I said. And even that, the word of making me feel or this, this made me feel. And we, yes. this came up for us the mm-hmm. other day mm-hmm. that there was something that you had said and I replied back to you that made me feel this way. Yeah. But no, it didn't. I and, allowed and we did, it. We did consciously correct it. Yeah. But yeah. again, it's how simple it is it is it to just use that word exactly we don't even we're not even aware of it exactly because and and then again you're then identifying with the smaller version of yourself you are infinite awareness okay you are infinite awareness and as soon as you say me myself i you identify with the identity that's been built for you by society therefore crumbling the essence of what you truly are into this small compact version of something that exists in the world Mm -hmm. and when you do that you destroy yourself we talked about this again in the last podcast about using our name for our affirmation so why is emily so abundant yeah and similar to that whenever i work with my clients and there is that discomfort there's that pain there's those limiting beliefs that come up Mm -hmm. I use a similar technique by saying there is fear rather than I am in fear or Mm. there is sadness rather than I am sad. You use that to do what? To allow them to disconnect or detach from that survival self, that Mm. little child, that fear part in you that wants Interesting that you bring up the child again. Yeah. What are you saying? No. (laughs) (laughs) Just that... We, we had brought it up earlier mm-hmm. that the child inside of you, it doesn't ever go away. In fact, it's the, the source of all of your trauma, basically. Well, I worded that kind of inappropriately, but... We instill our trauma between the ages of zero and seven, which is when we are a kid. So in yeah. a sense, yeah. Yeah. But again, yeah, it's that little inner child that we need to take care of and use the words that are going to allow us to show love to that part of us, Mm -hmm. right? We are all little kids and it comes out when we get into arguments. It comes out when we are triggered. I've seen it in my clients. I see it in family and friends. They'll throw temper tantrums or they'll start to cry or they'll get angry. It's the same way as kids do because that is a part of us that's re-triggered. Exactly. Exactly. That was so beautifully said. Yeah, it was channeled. <laughs> but it's it's so Half true. This podcast, I don't know what I'm saying. Is you know, 
I find it so strange, this divide that we have as, you know, and this has, oh my gosh, there's so much to unpack here, I don't even know where to begin. Um, I'll just start with the compartmentalization of everything. So you see, the society that we've created, we've detached ourselves from realizing that everything is one, and that darkness cannot exist without light, and light cannot exist without darkness. Love cannot exist without fear, and fear cannot exist without love. Everything is a duality, and it has its polar opposite. And the so universal laws. The universal laws. you got to mm -hmm. understand that they're one and the same. Everything is one. It doesn't matter what it is. Everything is one. But when we compartmentalize for the sake of our egos to understand everything, which, by the way, is not the way to ever understand anything, you then <clears throat> you create these separations from what really is. So we call, you know, we have babies, we have infants, we have children, we have adolescents, we have teen, or which is teenagers. What am I doing here? <laughs> you see what I'm saying, though? There's, there's like five or six stages. Then you go to the adulthood. Then you go to the elderly. Mm -hmm. They're all the same person. They're all the same person. Why are you calling yourself eight different things on top of the other social identities that are constructed for you, that you've constructed for yourself? You have a million different identities. No wonder people get lost not knowing who they are. No yeah. wonder. Because you actually don't have a single clue. You've identified with a million different things. And that's why I like to introduce people with their energy identity. It's not about what all these different labels we put on ourselves. It mm. is what our pure energy is beneath all of that. Because mm. all of that doesn't matter. It's just a way, as you said, for our brain to understand what everything is. Mm. In a way that keeps us in the known, to keep that child version of ourselves that has all those traumas to mm -hmm. feel safe. Mm -hmm. If I know that this is a mug, that feels a lot safer than if I don't know what this is. She holds a mug. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's the same way as when we can identify, and I remember listening to even yesterday that Edgard Tolle. Edgar Tolle, yeah. Right? That's how you say his name. And he said, I hope that you teach your kids that this is called a flower, not this is a flower. Yeah. Right? It's the same way with us. If we can remove that use of all those words that are just extra junk or fluff or yeah. that's keeping us in this more survival-like state, that's how we can continue to awaken. Yep. And you do that through your music, which is why it's so powerful yep. because we're using our five senses to enlighten us, not to keep us in this survival self, which mm -hmm. is excuse me, partly why we have our five senses is to keep us in that survival mode. But we can also switch that and use that to awaken more, to escape the matrix, yeah. to heal and to manifest. And one of the things that I also wanted to bring up with your music is, and we t I think we touched on this either last episode or last podcast episode or even earlier, because I don't know how long we've been talking for, is the frequency in which music is on now and oh. how yours is different welcome to the show <laughs> <laughs> always about to get more conscious for sure i can't remember the exact year it was in the 19 somethings that the rockefeller institute they changed the standardized tuning for instruments in the music industry to 440 hertz and <laughs> 
quite interesting. If you want to go and look at any frequencies that have to do with the chakras or that have to do just, yeah, basically with the chakras, with anything energy healing, you will never once find a 440 hertz mm -hmm. uh, song or anything. And why is that? Because the 440 hertz that the Rockefeller Institute sort of uh, changed the music industry with kills you. It kills you. There's no plainer way to say it. It kills you. So not only are you listening to these people speak garbage into your soul, you're actually allowing them to pump these frequencies into you that are killing your cells. And that's what it does, right? When you say that's that it, it kills you, it's killing your cells. It's destroying your cells you. It's destroying you from the inside. Yeah. yeah. And so what's different about what did my music... What the frequency used to be on? 432 was the standardized tuning, which is the miracle frequency, actually. Oh! Yeah. Welcome to the show. Oh. <laughs> So yeah, uh, music industry is incredibly corrupt. I could, I don't even know where else you want to go with that, but we don't need to go into that. But why is yours different? So why is mine different? Okay. Firstly, when I'm creating an acoustic piece, I've tuned my guitar to the 417 hertz output, which eradicates negativity. <laughs> Plus, my voice is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> voice of a god. <laughs> so. But, but seriously though, so here, here's where it actually comes into play with the voice because now my vocal tone needs to match the range of the 417 hertz frequency. So every moment that I'm singing in the 417 hertz frequency simultaneously with the guitar, I'm eradicating negativity no matter what I do. You need to put that into the, your song, one of your songs. It just kind of flows. I'm going to sound like that. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. <laughs> waka, waka, waka. <laughs> so... So yeah, with the acoustic pieces now, I can't say that I'm doing the exact same for the hip hop because I'm not yet creating my own instrumentals. I've not yet found a DJ, DJ Premier, if you're listening. <laughs> I'll send it over to him. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> but I am reducing. The, okay, so basically the higher the frequency, the more painful it is. The more high pitched it is, the more painful it is. Is it? We actually experience that when we listen to that the, frequency to the kill parasite. the... Yeah, spiritual the, parasite. One. Mm -hmm. yeah. Exactly. And that was uncomfortable. So there, there's a good way for you to recognize as well. So very fast... Okay. <sighs> My mind is firing off in a thousand different I ways right now. I can see that. Um, your heartbeat will try and match the drum line of any song. So if you're listening to much more higher pace stuff, that's why when we brought it before, if you want to feel good and dance around, you listen to upbeat, quick pace music because it puts you in in a faster state of movement mm -hmm. so if you're just chilling out listening to whatever and you've got fast-paced frequency or fast-paced music on it's actually going to increase the heart rate and you know that that can cause its own problems with i can't say what state of health every person is in but ultimately that's not good for you to always have a rapid heart rate i think anybody could just plainly agree on that so you know, you got to be conscious of that. So I always slow my music down, first of all. And secondly, I turn, I always turn the tone of the music down as well. So that it's, it's lower, just, just in that, just to also match the natural tonality of my voice. But as well, it's to not influence you in that way that's destructive. I also do include an underlying 417 frequency it's it's just the 417 sound though i don't know how to explain that there's the tone the single mm -hmm. tone mm -hmm. 
I include that under every single instrumental as well. And the theta brainwave inducing binaural tone as well under each one of them. So, And if you don't know, and it's your first episode you're listening to, I speak about theta and the brainwave state all the time. This is where I do my healing in. But can you describe a little bit about the power of the theta frequency? Okay, so... You know, we actually touched on it earlier a little bit when we said that you shape your your programming for the first seven years of your, your life. Mm-hmm. So in those first seven years, you're actually functioning in what's called the, the theta brainwave state for those seven years where everything that you see here, your five senses are downloading every experience that you are having into your subconscious mind, which is your body. And therefore, the programs that it begins to run after that age or whatever was instilled so now understand that the theta brainwave state is access to your subconscious mind, okay? So the reason I put that underneath is not only do you experience a more mystical sense of life in the theta brainwave state, but you can also rewrite your reality in the theta brainwave state. So I put it underneath because I'm trying to free you, people. I'm, I'm trying to free you. From the grasps of ignorance. And we're just going to eliminate the word try. I am freeing you. There you go. There is no try. There is do fair, or do not. Fair you enough. You showed me Star Wars. <laughs> I actually wrote that in my song Belief as well. Oh, there you go. And sampled that Yoda and Luke <laughs> conversation. Awesome song. <laughs> but yeah, so the Theta Brainwave state is perhaps the most powerful. You experience the most peace in it. You experience your greatest connection to all that is in the theta brainwave state. You're able to shape your reality much more easily, manifest more easily, everything becomes more easy. If you want me to talk about how easy it is, I could do that. (laughs) Yeah, so the theta brainwave state is the most powerful brainwave state in my opinion. You can literally rewrite your reality with it. And so, of course, it's in my music so that it provides you a more mystical experience when you're listening to it. It helps the conscious lyrics connect to your being And it helps to rewrite and extract the damage that's been done from the other artists who do not care nearly as much as I do about you and your well-being. That was a great description. I really appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. No problem. So my last question for you then is, Mm -hmm. what wisdom do you have for others to awaken the wisdom within? I think the most important place to start is awareness. Awareness, of course, is the key to all of it. So I think you should. I said should. (laughs) How easy is it? I think it's imperative to always ask yourself, who am I? Why am I here? And where am I going? Mm. And explore them to the depths that you can reach every single time. Who am I? What does that mean? And where that will lead you is the disassociation with the identity that's been built for you by society. Yeah, which is extremely important. And then the the why am I here will discover your purpose. And this, I'm not going to lie to you, it's not the smoothest journey. 
it's not it's not for the no. faint of heart you have to but it, it also won't kill you it will only bring you bliss in the end of it it will only make you experience life in a more enjoyable way and the where am i going will help you define the path that you walk so those three questions you should constantly ask yourself those questions and that will help tremendously i love that that is so beautifully said so where can we find you right here <laughs> yeah Can't come down to my <laughs> uh, no i'm gonna be completely forthright i don't really like to use social media but you can follow me on instagram at i the oracle and on soundcloud is where i'm releasing all of my music up until i get a, a dj that i can make my own music with you can find me at the oracle i i think it is at the oracle i on soundcloud but you can just search the oracle and you can see that i have this search for the oracle go to the people's tab and scroll down and you'll see there's this uh this weird human looking thing meditating and it's got and all these Jordan. different geometrical <laughs> shapes it's, it's a pretty cool picture it's white and there's a yeah pretty interesting picture but that's where you can find me for now and of course i'm going to be i always release content and i'm going to be getting more into it again because as much as I don't like it, I know that there's also the polar opposite of it, the duality of it, which is that it can be a beautiful teaching tool. And so, you know, flick me in the forehead, <laughs> <laughs> sock me in the third eye. I'm getting on it. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And I know that you and your music is going to continue to awaken and help to heal so many beautiful souls. So I thank you for the work that you do for your creation and for being here today. Thank you so much. I hope you gained some wisdom through this episode to alchemize your life by design. If you're on a journey of spiritual ascension, check out Cosmic Creation Coaching, Lady Healing, and join the Alchemize Self Facebook group for direct access to the free weekly cosmic meditation sessions held every Thursday at 7 p.m. EST. It's time to reclaim your power, reprogram your mind, and remember your divinity. Namaste, beautiful beings of love and light.